0: <clears throat> live
1: yes we are live
2: so hi everyone welcome to a new monday and a new show uh on podcasters Unleashed. today we're going to talk about freedom of speech before talking about the topic i just want to clarify that uh, podcasters unleash is a place where we speak our truth uh authentic discussions and we he, we are here to celebrate our uniqueness so today we are going to talk about freedom of speech and uh, what's behind uh, the limitation and what's behind freedom of speech and um um does freedom of speech give us the right to to offend so first of all i'm going to present carla uh, from wonder and well podcast simon africa investor stories nelson investing in america lovely matilda coffee with matilda and victor entrepreneur podcast so matilda first question for you <laughs> great so tell me um what do you think about freedom of speech and uh, does freedom of speech give us the right to offend
3: i mean i think Uh, freedom of speech gives you the right to think and question and criticize what you think it should be criticized uh people can get offended uh, that's very natural i can say something about women and you might get offended i might say something about middle east and somebody from the group might be offended i might say something about sexuality or sex or i don't know Something about husbands. So I think p- people getting offended shouldn't be a problem. I shouldn't be worried about offending someone. What I have to worry about is saying my truth.
2: Yeah. Simon, what do you think about that? I
0: think you everybody got the, it's everybody has their mouth. So everybody has a right to say what they want to say. Whether it's a wise thing to say. I think that's more of a debate. Um, you know, if I insult somebody based on their religion, their race, um, their the way they eat fried eggs or whatever, certain people will take certain things very to heart, as we know this. As it's known that religion, for instance, calls, is the bane of many wars, when that's an argumentative statement as well. But um, I think it's like you, know, you can say, more or less say what you want, and I will question, I will try and question you on what you say. Um, but then for instance, my kiddies is my children. So if you think something about my children and it's not done in a constructive way, then there's a likelihood the thing will go sideways very quickly. But then I'm probably not alone in that, in that kind of thing. You know, if you're gonna come to me, talk to me about something, come in a constructive manner. It's in an assaultive manner what you're telling me you want to take it somewhere else and um the same could be said for people who with their faith you know if you believe something, uh, coming from a like a why do they do this or why do they do that it can go sideways very quickly yeah. nelson i want to hear
2: your opinion about that does freedom of speech
0: has its limits? That's not a limit.
1: Either. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Simon, you were what saying?
0: I'm saying is that's not a limit. What I'm saying, you could still say what you want, but be careful because there's gonna be a repercussion. The repercussion could be someone say, actually I never thought of it like that, or why did you say that? Or bang, and you're out. Do you understand? So you can say what you want to say, there's always going to be repercussion.
3: So can I say something? So are you saying, Simon, that we need to have filters and sensors? Well, I
0: think common sense says, you know, certain people, and we've all got our weak spots, are going to take certain things certain ways. So if I want to, let's say, if you're, you're Christian, yeah? Or whatever you, or you're Armenian, if I'm gonna say something about your people, which you're very passionate about, and I'm gonna say, Oh, those Armenians were weak anyway, that's why they got killed. Um, maybe we should the world don't need them, you're gonna get upset. I'm gonna expect you to wanna to insult me more than say, why did you say that, Simon? Because it's it's pulled that it's pulled that trigger. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now I shouldn't no, be surprised no, if yeah, in that manner. No you're Sorry? free
3: to express you're free to express what you feel and what you think and i'm free to express what i want to answer to that too
0: yeah i agree but it's not every see you're talking like everybody's got a, also the same intellect some people aren't that very vocal they're not that educated but they're very good with their hands that's how they communicate so okay. just that's the problem. <laughs> Just, no, just because you're educated, this other person's going to say, well, I can match you, but this is how I match you. I'm not quick with my tongue, but I'm quick with my fist. So bam, now you know how I feel. I don't have to tell you I'm upset with you. The fact you're lying on the floor says that you know you know now that you shouldn't be saying that to me. Do you understand? Because we're not all the same.
3: Yeah, but I also I also believe that that brings a lot another problems to the society as well. We can talk about it later on. I don't know if Raula wants to continue it with other people, but I can come back for that to you, Simon.
2: <laughs> let's 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 go to Nelson.
1: Wow, well, we we I mean, we hit upon so many things, I mean, right here. So, um, from freedom of speech to freedom of fist. Um, but, uh, I think the question was is, uh, are there limits, right? Yeah. So I guess the question behind that would be is, one is what is the purpose behind freedom of speech, right? Is it to inflame? Is it to attack? Is it to get a conversation going? Um, you know, uh, I mean, to me, I would say maybe not so much as a limit, but along with the freedom of speech comes a responsibility too, right? So I just can't go into a crowded theater and yell fire if there is no fire. You see and say, hey, I, I got to write a freedom of speech. Well, what if my freedom of speech, my quote-unquote freedom of speech, is to, is a lie? It's fake, and the intent is just to cause damage, just to cause mayhem, hmm. right? So. Is there a limit? Um, I, I guess there's a responsibility that comes along with it. You know, I mean, there that's is a responsibility point, that you? comes along with it.
0: I think that's a good point, Nelson, because even in a fire, in a public building, there's a routine. You don't just come out and shout fire. There's um, certain things that, alarms, lights, certain things that take place prior to giving the full alert to, to allow people to calmly make a decision. If you just go fire yeah you say, people are going to go ah! and they don't know where to run if you come out and you say, guys um just to let you know we need right. to vacate the building. So there's a fire in the corridor so we're all going to go out the east wing instead of the west wing a whole different ball game people know where they're going they know why they're going do you understand yeah so,
1: right yeah, so so again, but that comes with a responsibility. I just can't say whatever I feel like it. You know, it's got to be factual. It's, I mean, there has to be something that's going to help the group. To me, it has to be it has to be a fact. So, and there's a responsibility that comes along with it. I, I just can't yell fire for no reason at all.
4: Yeah,
2: Kala, we would like to hear your opinion because you're in education field. And as a teacher, how do you see the freedom of speech being um, the, the definition of freedom of speech is for you?
4: Um, I think it's a bit loose. I think that it's overused. The term freedom of speech is overused. And I do think that it is overused without, like the other guys were saying, a reference to responsibility. But I also, I would add to it as well, that I reckon that speech is a gift. I think that it's taken for granted. And I think sometimes people don't really think before they talk Um, and they talk just as a habit and just kind of let their mouth run away with them without really thinking about the intention behind the speech and how it's gonna be received by the audience or by the listener. And I think that sometimes there's a fine line between that and being censored or um, being silenced. Um, and the two of those things also get mixed up. People think just because they should think about what they're saying and the impact of it, that that means they're being silenced. And I think some of that's about hypersensitivity, maybe because we live in a world where only certain voices get heard um, and certain voices get amplified and then other voices get silenced. And we have a lot of inconsistency around it. So I think it's really difficult, even to, for people to understand what freedom of speech means as a term. It's very, it's very. I've,
3: something to say for me it's interesting what you're saying uh, Carla I think most of what you're saying I can refer it to in America about being politically correct and I feel like it's very nice to be politically correct because you get along with a lot of people but does that um, culture gives you an opportunity to think out of box? To, um, to, to have the freedom of thinking. Because if you're in a group of five, six people, two of them are women, one is heterosexual, you cannot say something that it's against I don't know, gays, because it's gonna be sensitive to them. You cannot say something to about women and feminism because it might be sensitive to these people. You cannot talk about, I don't know, abortion, because some people might be positive about it or negative about it. You cannot talk about religion, you cannot talk about um, politics. I'm sorry, what do you talk about? Then you talk about weather, you talk about lipstick, and you talk about, I don't know, what to wear? Because um what for example France culture is beautiful and I love this about French culture, is their um the the culture that loves to have freedom of speech, they like to criticize, they like to comment, and everything is okay in a group, and that's nice because that makes you th- to think out of your box, that makes you to uh, listen people who are opposite of your views and have, you know, very heated arguments. Whereas in America, it's not polite to have arguments with people.
4: Yeah, I think it all depends on the context and I do think you have to think about the audience. I don't think every conversation and every um, topic even is suitable for every platform. And I think that maybe that's where we go wrong all over the world. I think um, what's suitable for mainstream media is not suitable for the dining table when there are kids around it or a classroom when there are three-year-olds. Not, you, you can't have the same conversations as you can in a bar full of adults, for example. Um, and you can't have the same conversation in a bar as you can have in a church or a mosque. I think that that's where the responsibility comes in, it's just that level of awareness of knowing what the purpose is of your speech and what the impact of it's going to be. If you're just just talking without any awareness of that then I think that you misuse the gift of speech.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, Carla, because there is a difference between freedom of speech and hate speech. If if someone is expressing their opinion with an intention to to initiate a discussion and to have an idea and debate on it, that's what's called a freedom of speech for me. But if you are just diffusing some information that that there is no constructive debate or something behind it, why you're just diffusing it? So,
3: yeah, this- exactly, like radicalizations, like what people are doing right now online to um. For extremists, they they um, post hate messages, and I th- think they need to regulate online. They need to have some sort of regulation, so not everything you can post online. Otherwise, you are misleading young people to a direction that it's um, that is you know very bad. That is a tragedy and, for a lot of people.
0: But then, if so, you look at that French guy that you were discussing the other day. Um the one who, who posted a thing about Islam and everything.
1: Charles head dog, right?
0: Yeah. Would you say that was just inciting hatred? Because you're insulting. No,
3: no. First of all, he didn't say anything to his he just it was a he was a history teacher. He was showing that it was in his freedom of speech. He was teaching French law, and he was saying, "There's a freedom of speech, and you can criticize religion or people. I mean, people meaning uh, um, an organization, and it's okay in France. It is really okay. You can criticize uh, Christianity, you can uh, Judaism. I don't know Islam, and." Um, What's this uh, magazine name? Charlie Abdel had a magazine. They are cartoonist. They did a cartoon about Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad. And then he showed it. And he asked, actually, at the beginning, if any of the Muslims would be bothered leave the classroom. And these students, there were, I think, 13, 14. So he goes to home. He tells to his parents. And the parents write it online, somebody, a radicalist, Sees it online and comes and tries to find this teacher and kills the beheads, the teacher in the Paris neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. This is huge. And didn't it do the drawing. Um, a magazine, uh, this uh, it's Charlie it's Magazine.
2: J- just to answer about about the french law and about the freedom of speech matilda because there is a limitation and it's written in the french yeah, law you
3: cannot you cannot do individual but you can criticize a system or a symbol a religious yeah. symbol you can but you, but,
2: but, you, but you can't go and insult to to, no, to you have not insult tra- anti yes. or or something yeah.
3: you uh, cannot uh, criticize you cannot criticize individuals I have the yeah. law in front of me. You cannot criticize someone because of their religion or their sex. But you can criticize symbols of religion. Yeah. They, you can criticize symbols of religion. A couple of okay. years ago, okay, in, in Christmas, they did uh, Jesus was having sex, I don't know, something with Mary. Okay. And I mean, they're doing crazy stuff. It's a cartoon. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, they Huh?
2: Yeah. Can I just add something, Matilda, just add something yeah. for the Charlie Hebdo you're defending, because 10 years ago, they fired a journalist. He's been there for 14 years, and he's drawing a character about J- uh, Sarkozy uh, converting to Judaism. And they said that in, 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 the, in the title, they said that he's converted to Judaism, so he will be from the 1% society, and Charlie Hebdo immediately fired them. Why? What is the freedom of he's speech He
3: did in, fire, he's in fire for that. Sorry, That's there is awesome. a lot of article. There is a lot of there is That's a lot. There is other articles of them that they're criticizing Judaism that this woman is, Ju- is Jewish and has having sex or something. So it's not about it's not about I'm not defending I've never uh, this seen magazine. I'm not saying it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. And you're not, instead of actually us thinking what the fuck is happening in our society that a young person at age of 18 goes and kills someone, we're criticizing cartoonists?
2: No, I'm sorry. It's it's not because I'm not aligned with Charlie Hebdo. I'm aligned with murders. No one here is uh, with the murders of what's happened. We are not here okay,
3: with the to but, but, but we, you know, we are not
2: to express our opinion it's not because the guys get, get, get killed it's uh, it's it's better for him no it's it's a, it's a very uh, um, it's a, it's an, it's something that's offensive for him and offensive for the french society to, to someone to kill someone with no reason like that and, and
3: actually it's more offensive to true yeah, Muslims because the guy is using religion and is going and acting like that. And I think they have to be killed in front of everyone. So they know that any kind of extremist should be killed in this world. All
2: the terrorists are being killed when they get caught. they are being killed without any investigation and without any questioning. And not oh necessarily, oh, wow. no. Not this one, on the no, they, they don't be questioned, the they just get killed, ones. and they, they don't know who's behind uh, all this uh, massive terrorist yeah. attack. So this is another, another 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 this another topic we talk about. I'm talking about Charlie Abdul as a, as as a magazine. They fired a guy uh, ten not years for ago. Religion, because,
3: not for the religion. Not
2: for the religion. I read I, I read the article. I can send it to you. The reason is because listen, they uh, converted and they fired them because of that. And he won. He won the case. <laughs>
5: Can anybody see me? Can anybody hear me? I mean, we, we could
1: be we we could have a home invasion take place right now. Nobody would notice.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Listen. I had yeah. something prepared for to support freedom of speech, but from listening to you guys now, freedom of speech, I'm afraid, does not exist right now.
1: Well, actually, I think you're seeing a too much speech, maybe. Um, I mean, you're seeing anarchy right there. You're seeing chaos yeah. speech right uh, there.
5: i the give you a example. The you responsibility, the accountability just too much. Because you have to have freedom to say certain things at certain places. So you can't say because I... See, that responsibility and the constraints makes you to be... Like what Matilda said, if you're in front of gays or lesbians, you have you don't regardless of how you feel you don't necessarily need to say that so those kind of responsibilities and those kind of constraints make me right now the think that freedom of speech um doesn't exist anymore because most of the mediums that is being used to express freedom of speech right now have been clamped down social media clamped down websites clamped down now oh my mic is still there yeah. So social media and, uh, and, and and online, Google is clamping down so many things. You see what is going on in Nigeria the past few months now, regards the NSAS thing. Google, uh, not Google, but Instagram and Facebook, the hashtag was termed as fake news. So it has so many, it has so many folds to it. There's really no clear cause right now to say, I am free to say so so and so. Yes, you can say you don't want to insult or you don't want to criticize a particular person, but what that stands for is what you are criticizing, and you can get and you can still get clamped for that. So who knows where this responsibility comes from? Who knows how far is the, the establishment is willing to go and say, okay, this is against our community policy, this is against our company's policy. If you say certain things in a company in a company setting or in a community setting, so for me right now freedom of speech is almost non-existent. Okay, let me use that word.
3: Yeah, it doesn't tell exist.
0: For what happened the other day to me. Sorry, Matilda. I, yeah. I went to help someone, you know I drive at times and I went to help this customer with a um a suitcase. And it was nighttime and I said to the customer, "Don't worry love, I'll put it in the I'll put the suitcase in the car for you." So I put the suitcase in the car, but then when the customer responded, I hear some man's voice. So when I went to get in the car, I said, "Sorry, I didn't realise you're a man. And it's just the long hair because they got hair down to their ass. Um, you know, I just got, I just assumed it was a woman, but it's just a long hair, but it's a gothic hair, so that's why." He said, "No, I am a woman. I'm transgender or trans, whatever. Yeah, but he goes." he said he's got breasts, and then he started to go into detail. He's had the whole, and I said, listen, I don't want to know about that. The man complained about me, because I didn't want to hear about his problems. I don't want to know all about that. But he felt that is his right to be able to tell me about his personal issues, which I have no interest in. If he's got problems, that's down to him. If he wants to chop himself up, that's down to him. I don't want to know about it. Now, I have a right to say, shut up, don't want to know and he should respect my right, but he still managed to complain and that's a prime example
4: of freedom of speech. That's an example of what I was saying about the wrong audience and
5: just talking
4: about someone without thinking about whether or not that's the appropriate audience, there's a platform for every type of conversation. and there, there, are always, there are always people out there who want to hear what you've got to say and who are going to be receptive to it and engage in a productive conversation with you. But when you choose the wrong audience, um, you might get a less than favorable response. And I think that's where the, the sensitivity comes in. People are maybe sometimes emotionally sensitive and they think that their speech impulse um, should always be respected and responded to in the right way, which is is not realistic. I think that's a really unrealistic expectation. And that's yeah, an I, example I, of it. I,
1: I think what happened to Simon was that the audience picked him instead of the other way around. But, uh, you know, I, I, that's a conversation maybe for another day.
3: <laughs> so, but you know, guys, what what I, I like, again, about friends, and I'm... I, it's not like I love France, it's just I'm um, observing some elements and I think some of them and it's beautiful, is there the, the fact that they love to criticize things, they like to question things, and it's kind of, and it's beautiful. And I'm sure Kuala will agree with me as well, here people get together. I mean, for them, dinner party is to go and have fun and debate with each other and have conversation, heated conversation, and nobody gets offended. They talk about religion, they talk about politics, they talk about things that in America you don't talk about. In America, you go to parties to just not think about your responsibilities and have fun and talk about, I don't know, lovely things. But here in France, people, they love to have this, uh, they're constantly thinking, they're constantly uh, analyzing things. And it's beautiful because... And I understand why this culture gives a lot of philosophers, because they give them the freedom to think. In More than freedom to speech, is the freedom to think and freedom to question and freedom to... Maybe if they're offending someone, it's nothing personal. In a way.
1: Okay. Well, Matilda, Matilda, let me ask you a quick question. Here, right, we're talking about the French and how and how open they are, and you know, uh, I mean, France has contributed a lot to culture. but that goes without saying. At these parties, at these events, do the French in this freedom of speech is a conversation about what they're doing or other people are doing? First point.
3: They love. They love to criticize systems.
1: Okay. But, right. Hold on. Hold on.
3: Hold on. But,
1: but are are they talking about? Let, let me let me just be upfront about it. Are the French saying, "Look at the Americans. Look at the British. Look at the, this"? Or in these conversations that are so free, are they saying, "You know, these Moroccans, these Algerians, they fought for France. They're part of France. In every war we've had, they've been a part of France." And we treat them like shit. We ought to do something for them. Does that conversation come up? Yeah.
3: <laughs> there, they, they are... What I love about the culture here is they can... Te- even they can talk... Badly with each other, but nobody gets uncomfortable.
4: At the beginning, okay. when I would go okay. to this okay. party, hold hold I was on. like, oh, clearly hold they on. do hold because on. of the incident that you that we just discussed. Clearly, it's people get very uncomfortable. The guy
3: was an immigrant.
4: Oh, hold on.
1: oh, well, okay. Well, Matilda, he, he, he was,
4: was
3: hidden right there. A okay. from. Okay,
1: so Matilda, Matilda, let me ask you. Now, I remember in the not too distant past, French Arabs, right? who are basically French, okay? They're basically French. Their falafels are croissants, all right? Those guys are French. They were rioting because the French don't treat them like they're French, even though they're second and third generations of being in France. And in these parties, how many Moroccans, Algerians, heck, Lebanese are in these parties, all right? Do, are the French? Do the French say, hey, you know what? we we've been screwing up you know we, we got to fix some of this shit that we did around the world Th- does that
3: yeah, compensation they, they, they criticize they criticize Them. openly no,
2: they, they no. criticize between each other but they don't criticize when there is an immigrant or someone because they can't hurt their feelings i I, I've been into these uh, kinds of discussion. If there is like people from different uh, um, um, countries or something and they speak French, they can't talk about it. But when it's like French, French, they don't talk about this thing with Remember, immigrants.
3: That's the yeah, Because they're censoring, they're becoming like Americans and that's bad.
0: No, but Matilda, think about this. Parisians are known to be rude. So when you're talking about all these kind of things, you're actually what you're actually overlooking is that that's a group of people who are known for poor manners, so if they are criticizing or are talking about
3: they're anything, not poor manners, you go to universities around oh, universities, you. universities, you see that. young people, people. I
0: drive these people all the time, they're known to be rude, they admit it, they say, Yes, we are, we are, you know, and all that stuff, yeah. But what I'm saying to you is when they're dealing with these things. Clearly, yeah, they're talking in a way to get a rise out of people. No. Because,
3: uh, they're, yes, talking to, they're, they're talking to they're talking to for you. Yeah. They they give I'm, their opinion. They
0: told you, I'm telling you people's experiences. Your experience okay. might be one thing, but you've got to listen to other people's experiences. And what I'm saying to you is Listen, is, I'm, I'm not
3: saying I'm not French. And I'm not defending France. I'm just oh, saying yeah, one yeah, thing that is beautiful. That I'm saying yeah, one yeah, thing I'm that, that is beautiful. Thing,
0: I'm talking about Parisians, people from yeah. Paris. OK, so bear with me on this, yeah? So there's a classic situation. You're trying to speak French in the car, in a taxi, or or anywhere in Paris, and they don't want to know, even though yeah, they speak English. But you go to Spain. They understand that you don't necessarily speak the language, and they'd say, Let me just help the guy out, and they just speak English, it's a different mindset. So, when you're trying to make out Paris is all you know,
3: love I, did, and, did and I that. say there are? I did I say <laughs> I love everything about France? No, I'm saying sure. one thing that I love, and one thing that is beautiful, Simon. You go, I've got uh, most of my life was in America, I went to universities in America, you know, in university. All we did was, I mean, when we we were hanging out with friends, to have fun. Here you go to Sorbonne University around it. These young people, they're, they're sitting and talking. They're discussing. They're they're having heated discussion, and it's beautiful to see that. I love it. I've learned so much by being very short time in here because I'm thinking about different elements, different arguments, and people are not worried that oh they're gonna offend someone around the group in the group. They're sharing ideas, and that's where that's where an amazing. Maybe a philosophy theory comes when there is a freedom of ideas. There's a uh, that you don't filter things. If I, if you're having a conversation with friends and you're filtering and censoring your thought because you're gonna offend someone, someone's mother might be offended. Someone's, I don't know, uh, ancestors might be offended. Then you cannot share ideas freely, and that, yeah, that freedom won't be there. I don't know. Well, Of
2: course you can have an open discussion. I remember I had my manager, he was Muslim and he became atheist and he started to mock religion and he started to say some nonsense things about religion. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be offended, I'm not going to listen to him. I listened to him and I laughed but I didn't uh, insult him or I didn't say something to hurt the guy. You know, but when he was talking, talking, he knew that when I'm not offended, he went to the other person, Muslim person, and you start to talk with him. Why? What's your intention? If you are now become, what's your intention to go and try to diffuse all this heated discussion? Why? I don't know. I don't know what he's looking for. That's the problem. You need to know the intention about the person. Why is someone wanting to find an well, idea that?
3: You but what I know, know well, is that if we bring the culture of political correctness in the group, in the society, it will be America, that you don't question things because you're afraid of offending someone. You don't question something sexually because someone in the group might be offended. You cannot talk about something critical happening in the society because someone yeah, but, in the group but, might be offended. But, Everything is politically but, correct.
1: But, but, but Matilda, let me, let me ask you a question. I guess the first thing is 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 the intent and in the conversation, okay? And the second thing is is the person that says, "Hey, I have this view to express." Can they articulate it? Can they articulate it? Right? Can they get their point across? And um, and the other thing is, some people there might say it's not even worth it,
3: right? I mean, and it, may, it may not be is not there.
1: So, so so for example, like in in the in the case with Simon, right? You know, Simon didn't want to hear about this dude's sex job. You know? I mean the guy could the guy could want to talk and vent, but Simon was like, Look, I got other stuff to do besides mutilate my body, okay? That's your choice. And that was it. You know, that's not I mean it
3: was just you know cheating. maybe he was trying to uh with him
2: oh, sorry Matilda, let's vector speak what you
5: are Simon yes. was the wrong audience on that particular case for that guy yeah and and hala regards your manager he was trying to incite something from you maybe response the intent was not right get so or maybe he was just looking for something from you to just maybe put him straight he might convert from 80s into Muslim and become an, uh, become a Muslim. So maybe he's looking for something that you didn't want to give to him. That's why I went to the next guy. So there's a clear distinction like you rightly said there's a clear distinction from freedom of speech and hate speech the intent behind the sentences, the questions, and who knows. I don't know if we'll get there, but who knows? Um, who calls things fake news? Who censors stuff? Who has the right to say this is right, this is wrong when it yeah. comes to freedom of speech?
0: Because you've got to think about this also, as podcasters, we've all some of us have had the experience where stuff has been taken down because YouTube or whatever platform hasn't agreed. Yeah. But it's our right to speak something, even if you disagree with it, but it's our right. Now, some people say, well, YouTube is a business, yeah, but then if they're a business, then why are they filtering people? Because it's not against the law.
1: Well, 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 one second. It's a question of, is it factual? And again, the intent. If somebody says, so for example, if somebody says, hey, you can take bleach and that'll get rid of COVID. That is not factual. And that will cause damage if people follow that information.
0: Okay, well, right, look at the flat earth
1: people. People, there's a certain percentage of people. I can't um, look at the flat earth people. The world is flat, I can't see them, you know, it's the, you know. I, <laughs> but the point is they don't
0: take down the flat earth people. My thing is you can start to become very selective. and say we should take down this because of that and take down this or that. Now my argument would be let people say what they want to say, and the people with sense will listen. Won't miss, will, people make their own decision in other words. I don't need anyone to tell me that's not true, don't pay attention to that.
1: Well, but but that <laughs> happens that happens all the time in school. I mean, okay. Simon, okay, Simon, if the schools taught kids that the world was flat. But which, we're not talking <laughs> about schools here. Huh? Schools is a different thing <laughs> because we just said, right? You know, hey, I can make up my own mind. I can make up my own decision. As decisions. an
0: adult, as an adult. adult, I'm not about school, huh? I'm not talking about children. Children stuff. Is, children's a whole other ball game. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, also,
4: as a teacher, I will tell you that they teach children a lot of stuff in school that's not true. Believe me, there's a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of um, pushing narratives on children. Um, and there's a lot of censorship that begins from a very young age. Um, and I've seen that in schools. There, there's a big difference, for example, between the curriculum that's taught in, in Jordan um, to the one that's taught in Qatar, to the one that's tra- taught in the USA, to the one that's taught in Britain. There are big differences. And the question has to be asked about censorship and all of those things. You were talking about Facebook and also about schools and the curriculum is who's behind those things and what's their agenda? Mm-hmm. So when, when you're talking about Facebook, who is it that's censoring things on Facebook and why? What's the well, agenda? That's big well, really important.
1: About, right. No, I got it. And there's history, right? History has two, two sides of the coin. But let's say we're talking about something like science, right? Science that we know, right? Science so. is a change changing there. How
4: right. do you know? Yeah. Who, who's we? When you say we know, we who?
1: Well, we can all we can all agree that gravity works, right? Yeah, to our knowledge. So that, that is something we can all agree upon. Yeah. We can all agree that gravity works. So that's we. Okay. Then, there I, are some
4: I, examples where science I, I, well.
1: I don't see I don't see anybody floating on this podcast. Okay. I don't see anybody floating here.
4: Yeah,
5: I've okay. got some weights so that we, hold it down. Let me, um, let me tell you something about one of the propagandas from from school. There is one river. That is very close to my village. It has been there for maybe a thousand years. But in the school books, guess who discovered that river? Mongo Park. So before that, before, before Mongo Park, the villagers there never knew about that river. So, but when you read it yeah. in school, oh, That's Mongo Park discovered it. So yeah, well, we
4: know that, so we know Victor.
5: That
4: yeah, like Christopher Columbus discovered number four, discovered a whole like continent. The,
2: the Some please, guys, <laughs> we don't understand anything. Who's <laughs> <We're> talking? <laughs> Go ahead, Carla.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I was just saying, we know that example because um, Christopher Columbus discovered a whole continent.
1: Actually, actually, it was three continents, North America, Central, and South, but, you know.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay, guys. So, we are at the end of our discussion. What would you like to add to conclusion to to our live show?
0: I would say, speak your mind, but always be ready for the
2: repercussion. Nelson?
1: Um, freedom of speech also comes with uh, freedom of responsibility, too. And the, each freedom has a responsibility.
4: Carla. Speech is a gift, so learn how to use it wisely. Victor.
5: Freedom of speech is free, but the consequences. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Um,
3: i would say we i mean we should use some societies that they have freedom of speech i don't think there is a hundred percent of freedom of speech anywhere in the world but some countries have more like france and i hope that they won't succumb to the some outsiders that they want to change it, what's happening in, in France. So freedom to write, freedom to think are very essential, or freedom to draw as well. It's very essential for the culture to go forward.
5: Yes.
0: It, it, it's funny how you use France as an example, and France learns a lot from the Islamic culture, which would have wanted brought a lot of education, academics and various things to France as well as England so they had all of that but they also understand that there's restraint in everything you do Thanks,
2: okay guys just to finish i want to add just one thing to finish like when you offend an idea what you do is you spark a dialogue and you initiate a discussion and a debate so that's how you revive humanity by sparking change And by doing great things in the world. So, thank you guys so much for this heated discussion. And we will be back on the next Monday.
1: Bye. Bye, everyone.